Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, preparing for success after the pandemic, with Fleur Hull and Kim Koreljevic. Hi, Kim. How are you today? I'm really good. How are you, Fleur? Good, good. It's been an interesting week. I'm uh, getting some approaches for some from some freelance clients, um, particularly the one that I was working for back in March before the pandemic hit, saying that their clients are coming back on board and they're going to need more help. So it's quite interesting to see here in Western Australia as the restrictions are lifted that it really is affecting, you know, economic activity and, yeah, just to observe that moment happening where, you know, all the theory comes into play, all the all the strategies of the government to try and, you know, get things back going are really not, it's not everything's going to work obviously, but I, I, I just saw a moment in time where, yeah, income, earning yeah. capacity has, has increased. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that that shift. Yeah. That first little wiggle shift is is starting. So yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Good. What about there? Good. Are you having you getting overrun with um, day trippers from Brisbane still? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I was out in a paddock all weekend, literally in a paddock. So I missed everything going on in town, but I I did hear that it was jam-packed and the bakery was at full capacity yet again. <laughs> yeah. So no cream, buns, no cream buns for me, so, uh, which is <laughs> the thing. Um, but, yeah, so that, that and, in, and in, I think as of tonight there's a few other restrictions lifted, like a few cafes and restaurants and a few places are opening, you know, to 10 patrons. And so okay. that's a sort of a slow change as well, which is good to see. Okay, nice. so that must obviously be the same. I think I'm reading that about New South Wales as well, but a lot of cafes and restaurants yeah. are saying, particularly restaurants are saying it's actually not worth opening up for 10 people. I think we've got the 10 people, maybe 20 people rule here, maybe 20 here now. So it starts yeah, yeah. to become more viable for those um, business owners. I think they, they yeah. get enough of a critical mass to cover their costs and, and make yeah, it yeah, Whereas yeah. for others, 10, yeah, you'd have to be pretty big eaters and drinkers, wouldn't you, to, to pay the overheads. So, yeah. 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 Interesting but, times. Uh, it is, yeah. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I think I saw the Prime Minister saying there were 600,000 unemployed people. That's the number that's come out so far. Is that 600,000 new unemployed people? Well, As in new I wondered. I like- actually just, I should have looked further at it. I just saw the headline in my Twitter feed or something. Oh, okay. It seems like it would be more than that total, right? Yeah, that's, yeah I feel like that could be a new 600,000 due to COVID as opposed to the general unemployment. Figures. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like that much, does it? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I thought they were predicting a million unemployed potentially. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so here we are. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Yeah, here we are again. <laughs> well, we're not. I know. Do you know, this is like, is this week six? Week six? Yes, this is episode yeah. six. That's phenomenal. It is kind of. We've made it into a thing, haven't we? Apparently 90-something, yeah. well over 90% of podcasts only last seven episodes. Oh, well, God. We just so we've got to push past that just to prove that stat wrong. <laughs> exactly. I hate those stats. hate them. So, um, <laughs> They're kind of motivating. It's like that exactly. uh, my economics Hello, lecturer in university said um, 40% of you in this room will fail this subject. Wow. <laughs> the stick. How did you feel about that motivation. when you said that? Well, I, I think the idea was for us to feel motivated not to be one of the 40%. Oh right, okay. Oh. Yeah, but so, uh, it wasn't yeah, with I mean, any sort of glee or or uh, desire to please <laughs> him as my lecturer or anything. It was just sort of in spite <laughs> that I passed. I, I think I had a um, subject like that, and it was like um, you know they they gave us about ten pieces of assessment over the semester because they said 
there'll be one or two where you just like absolutely like ruin it. Like it'll just be dire and horrible, but we give you plenty of opportunities to bounce back from it. Well, that's good. That's more positive. <laughs> I like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I felt a bit. Yeah. So the first one, well, I did die in a ditch in the first piece of assessment, but I just went, I can pull myself back from the edge still. This is good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah so that's much more carrot yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Good, good effect on me, that one, yeah. Good. Anyway, yeah. So episode six, I thought we would talk yeah. about LinkedIn. Yeah, okay. You know how much I love LinkedIn. Like I'm always trying to tell. I nearly did that LinkedIn masterclass kind of thing before I left Sydney, didn't I? Yeah. I was going to get us all together with a few glasses of wine and just show everyone how to improve their LinkedIn profile. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a crack at it now, though, in a whole other Hopefully way. Hopefully help, help a wider audience. Yeah, we're more, more modern about it now. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm automating you, you would just be ahead of your time, ahead of your time. <laughs> so, yeah. Time's um, a lot of people are sceptical about LinkedIn still. Mm. It was mm. pretty... Um, uninspiring I think to begin with a lot of people just wrote it off as an online CV repository in the beginning um but I've uh, I've kept the faith and um and invested in my LinkedIn I I don't think it's anywhere near perfect although I do I have an all-star rating for my profile so I guess if you fill in I think if you fill in enough of the sections and you know have a certain number of skills that have been endorsed and and enough recommendations and things you get all star um Ah, but i do need to post more that's the thing i'm I'm not doing anyway i thought we'd just go through a few tips for people because i think you know we've reached the point especially in light of how many people are unemployed that linkedin is something that can give you an edge over other people it's a way to be found online um and you know depending what industry you're in it amazes me actually when you know I encounter all sorts of people in my life when I google them how you can't actually find any record of them like girls I went on Rotary Exchange with 25 years ago I'm like really like they're not anywhere they're not on Facebook they may be using a fake name on Facebook maybe they have a a non or their married name or whatever but just no sign of people online so LinkedIn is a way to be found. And yeah. if you curate it well, then employers, you know, a lot of employers, again, depending on industry, will go straight there just to see what's there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's not just for professionals, it's for business owners as well. So you can have your personal page but also set up a business page linked to it and promote that okay. separately. Although from what I read, the algorithm that gets you seen by people favours your personal posts more than your business posts. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's yeah, because, you know, it gets a bit spammy, right? Yeah. Are you getting approaches from people trying to sell you things all the time? Yeah, yeah. And also I've had um, job approaches about jobs. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the good. That's the good side about it. Yeah, and yeah, that's... some have been a bit dodgy, but some I feel like I might have been spammed, you know, because I've gone back to the person and gone, oh, hey, I don't think this job suits me, but I'd love to talk to you about other opportunities. And you know, I can see that they haven't even read my message. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about LinkedIn first. So I'm I'm coming along on this ride with you today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you've been sceptical. So I'm sort of, um, and I'm such a uh, an evangelist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So see, evangelize, and I will tell you if I have seen the the fleur, the god of fleur at the end, and um. sign up for my church and give me ten yeah, percent exactly. of your income. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, affiliate deal. I like it. Yeah. We refer to it as tithing. Ah, oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry. To help, the, to help the Church of Fleur do its good work. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, born again. I like it. 
Okay, evangelize away. Here we go. One of, the, yeah. one of the first things is obviously keeping it up to date. That's just a no-brainer. Um, you've you've got to be updating it with what you're up to at the moment and where you are. Does yours say where you are? No, it hasn't been updated since um, I left my job in Sydney. Yeah. To be honest, it doesn't. I'm back in Queensland looking for opportunities or anything, so no. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about people saying looking for opportunities. I, 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 would, I would advise against people putting that as a headline or as a, you know, right up there. You can, you can put your settings on for recruiters to find you, but I just think there's always that little pity vote, you know, or that, just that little kind of like, oh, mm. It's terrible, isn't it? Because here we are, we're both, you know, without a, a sort of a substantive role. We're doing stuff yeah. to get back there. But I, I wouldn't, yeah, I, I don't know, I just feel lame. I would feel lame putting that. Yeah, no, I get what you said because it's kind of like looking, looking for love. Yeah. You know, as a, <laughs> sitting out and about there and, you know, finding, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. It is a bit like that. Yes. It turns it into Tinder, doesn't it? Tinder. Well, it does, and that's one of my tips: yeah. is not is to make sure your photos are professional, not something you put on. Like, don't just, you know, you've got to look like you're in a workplace setting in your profile photo. Don't do your kind of like, you know euthanized or or sleepy tiger photo or something you know from your trip to africa or wherever they go for or malaysia or whatever you know those ones that you anyway i do very um yeah so i reckon no kind of looking for love headlines looking for new opportunities um but the other thing i see a lot of people and obviously linkedin suggests is that you put your current job title as your headline. But I think that's wasting that opportunity of the, of the space there for your headline because anyone can just scroll down and see what you're currently doing. I think you need to sell with your headline and talk about, mm. you know, what you really talk about your career goals or your values. So I had a um, friend of the family. She was like a, she really wants to get into urban planning, right? And yeah. so she's done like a property degree. So this is she's early in her career. And, um, you know, she was going to put property student or property graduate. I said, why don't you put aspiring urban planner? Yeah. But then it directs nice people into people to, for what you're looking for. Mm. You know, it's that oh, sort okay. of, like that. what's that book? The secret, is it? Like you, you know, you, if you. Yeah, put it out there. Yeah. Put it out there, it will come. I never read yeah. it. I'm proud to say, but I think that's the idea of it: is that you, yeah, you put it out there to the universe, and and eventually it'll it'll manifest. Yeah. So you, the headline you're saying is more kind of like that aspirational. Yeah, or or a snazzier way of saying what you're doing. So, yeah. so when I was working for the blockchain startup, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't put director of marketing and PR. I put technology marketing strategist or manager or something maybe I've still got that there actually as a kind of a a placeholder Mm. oh and podcaster I've put there now actually because the other thing is other thing is that people are searching for keywords right so when I had blockchain in my title I got a lot of people seeking me out for blockchain related things so I got invited to speak at conferences I had like a profile done of me for women in crypto, like a magazine. Oh, wow. Nothing huge, you know. But um, so when you're using those keywords in your industry and you, you, your um, desired job title, within reason. I mean, if you're a marketing manager, I don't know if you'd want to put aspiring marketing director. You know, that would be a bit cheesy yeah. or aspiring chief operating officer. Maybe. I don't know if you've got the things in your profile that kind of back it up. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, but you do see no, other people saying, you know, values-driven leader with exceptional financial acumen. Yeah. So you're saying that headline is one of the key, that's where a lot of keyword searching comes out of. Yeah, keywords everywhere headline. though, keywords everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want to, you want to make it, you know, the, the thing with keywords these days in any sort of search engine optimization is not stuffing it with keywords, you know, making it relevant and readable. But, yeah, thinking yeah. about what someone who's looking for someone like you might type in to LinkedIn um, to to find someone like you. Right, right. Because I just, I guess I just assumed that a lot of that keyword was coming out of the content about your jobs and stuff. So, yeah, so That's that makes true. it. But everything, yeah, so and the headline is, is, is part of it, yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense not to make it too flippant or you know, smart arsey or something because it's actually not going to mean anything to anybody else apart from you looking like a bit of a smart ass. Yeah. So yeah. I tell you why I say that is yeah. <laughs> at one point when I just <laughs> set mine up, I think it said something like super uber generalists or something like that uh, because I hadn't worked out what I was going to say. So in the, it, it, and I put it as one great big word, like one great big German word jammed together, but uh-huh. no, ain't no one for that right so yeah it was kind of smarty pants kind of stuff but it yeah. was not going to serve purpose whatsoever yeah yeah I mean look at again so, it depends on what industry you're in yeah, um, what yeah. you can get away with so obviously if you're in the creative yeah. well, um you know industries and stuff so one of my favorites um, in, in that marketing job that I had in March, we were looking for someone to promote a um, hackathon. Oh, yeah, cool. And we thought, oh, what if we could get hold of Adam Spencer, right? And so yeah. he's got his headline act. I think it's changed because I, I remember, or maybe not, it says MC author and host of the Big Questions and Podcast One. But then he's really funny because he's got, or maybe it's in his skills, He's got love making in his skills. Oh, right. this is him being a joke, jokey. Okay, because yeah, he's yeah, a bit no, funny. Get it. Oh, but it. then yeah. it's really funny because other obviously people have, and so all these randoms have you know um, um, endorsed him for that. And then he's got a recommendation from a LinkedIn guy, and it says Adam was the most tender lover I ever had. <laughs> Which is perfect for an MC for events, right? Exactly, like all exactly. yeah, yeah. So like you've, you've got to, yeah, I get, like, like everything, you've got to play to your audience, don't you? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, Actually, yeah. do you know someone actually said that to me? It was in the creative industry years ago. Like um, I said to someone, ah, oh, we must have met somewhere. Like how is it that, you know, you're in my, I don't know, list of people or something and he it was a creative and he said to me oh we must have made love at some point (laughs) so you know (laughs) and he meant in a work context you know we made some making beautiful music together kind of yeah Yeah. exactly and I just kind of went we must have like and immediately because we're in that sort of more creative industries sector Yes. We kind of just, that was just the flow of the conversation. It wasn't taken any other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, cool, yeah. No, okay. That's, that's great. Right, right. Um, so keeping that up to date and uh, is important. Getting your photos right, as I said. So professional shots. And there's also a spot for a cover pic, you know, like there is a sort of like a background picture. And I, you know, I think that's a chance to show a bit of personality in a professional way. So something relevant to your industry or your career um, sector or, you know. So, I mean, when I was working in that blockchain energy um, startup, I had solar panels you know, I mean, some employers encourage you to use theirs. So I think when we were at UTS, we were all given a, a, um, you know, when they did the rebrand, we all got one that we oh, could yeah. put on our LinkedIn, you know, to kind of show we're flying the flag. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, some companies, you know, encourage you. Obviously, they can't force you to. But, um, but if you're your own entity, then, you know, think about 
what might or might be a quotation, you know, that inspires you. Anyway, that's that's something not not um, super important and certainly not in terms of search engines or anything like that going to be relevant, but just a nice thing to have. The summary, I mean, we could do a whole episode on the summary. There's lots of resources out there. I'll link to some of them in the show notes. Um, uh, and, and like I said, keywords can be important here, um, but it's really supposed to be your sales pitch, your sort of elevator pitch in your summary, that first section, you know, about me summary. Uh, and some people don't know whether to write that in first or third person. Do you see that sometimes? Some people say I'm a results-driven leader or whatever. Other people are like, Fleur is a creative professional. Yeah. I prefer first. I prefer reading first person. How do I? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I do. Yeah, yeah. I just think, it's a bit, I think it is pompous, isn't it? Like, yeah, as if you're being yeah. announced for a Nobel Prize or yeah. something. But you yeah. Know, yeah, or you go somewhere and, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm out for coffee with someone and I get the wrong coffee and, you know, I'd go, oh, Kim's not happy. You know, like it's just yeah. like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> why are you talking to yourself in third per- about yourself in the third person? Yeah. Kim doesn't like it, Fleur. Yeah. There's like a Seinfeld it. episode about that, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <Exactly>. clever. <laughs> and Elaine thinks the other guy likes her because Jimmy keeps talking about Jimmy liking her, but he's talking about himself. But she thinks that's <laughs> the guy's name. Anyway, gags. Um, and then oh, typos. So really check that out. It is really, really off-putting as anyone reading LinkedIn, but particularly if you're an employer looking for a staff member to see typos in there. Get someone to look over it for you. What about, can I just, with your summary, yes. how long do you think that should be? Because I see, you know, a book's worth of content and then I see the one-liner, you know, I'm going to count. I reckon two or three paragraphs. Two to three, yeah, I think two or three is decent. You can, That's enough to actually, get you right? Yeah, yeah, without, again, being pompous and thinking that you're worth yeah. sort of a full screen's worth. Um I I think some of what's in my um, summary is some of what I put in my cover letters for jobs. Okay. So yeah. that's a, quite a good spot to sort of start, um, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to grab that and, and just re-jig it for, for that space. Okay. Can I ask you one more question while we're on, course, on that? Of course, yeah. Do you, um, do you put anything personal in? I also like horse riding and do you know what I mean like a little sense of you personally just yeah, a little okay to do I mean yes yeah, so within you know as long as it's something you'd be happy to share with your cult I mean because it is it's public and it's yeah, and, um and in your case it's really relevant to your career tra- trajectory as well because you've had horsey jobs yeah is, yeah is that like is that okay to sort of use the word is is horsey a pejorative is is it you're not offended when I call you a horsey girl? <laughs> That's a question you say to someone. Oh, is she horsey? Yeah, you do then. You, you guys use yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. okay. so it's yeah. within the community as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> within the community. <laughs> yeah. The H-G-L something, the horse girl loving something community yeah we have our own acronym but I won't bore you with that detail right oh that's all right (laughs) we can put it in the show notes yeah Yeah, we'll do that yeah yeah (laughs) um so um then you there's this spot for all your roles that you've had and I really encourage people to write a summary for each role highlighting Mm -hmm. your duties and your major achievements um, who, who you've reported to is sometimes important or how many people you've managed or what budget you've managed. Um, I think, again, a two or three paragraphs under each role, unless it's like a, you know, um, uh, takeaway counter operator over summer or something at uni, you know, obviously you don't need to say no. much there. But, again, it's a chance to highlight what you've done and to, to have those things picked up by keyword searches. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. 
yeah. good idea. So, um, um, yeah. What, you know, if you've got, like like me, I mean, I've had a lot of jobs, some amazing, some not so much, right? Yeah. And even though not so much jobs, they've got some skills that are transferable or interesting, but there's somewhere just downright, I'm not even going to vaguely include this, but then it kind of looks like you've got big chunky gaps, do you know what I mean, in your... Yeah. So what do you what do you think about that? What do you I think you can I think these days you can leave the gaps and just let them sit there. Um, yeah. I um and I think if and, you know anyone could ask you about those if that, that was an issue for them. I think because a lot of people take kind of sabbaticals and hiatuses or you know travel years, gap years you know, yeah. family, caring, responsibilities. Um, um, I think you can leave it or you can, I think it's best to just leave it rather than put something yeah. in that kind of euphemism for something. Yeah, I think I think I, leave it out. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, mm-hmm. My sort of handy thing has been... Um, I set because I set up my little marketing kind of sole proprietor thing back in 2006 just as a side hustle and I've had that going all the way along so I've sort of you can almost if you know whenever you created your ABN you can sort of put that back then and it it fills the gaps because people know you've been doing something even if it's just a side hustle in between the other stuff yeah, okay. Good idea. Um, yeah, so it kind of covers everything, right? It covers all the gaps, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. that's an option. Um, yeah. And with those summaries of each role, I really encourage people to use data in there to back up what they did. So, you know, enrolments tripled in the four years I was there or, you know, that I led the team or, um, you know, we saw a 7% increase in student satisfaction or um, customer returns decreased by 42% during my time, you know, whatever. Things that that are quantifiable I think are really impressive. And these are the things that should be in your CV anyway. Yeah. Okay. So... um, yeah, that's that's another tip I give people. Um, now, one of the reasons that I'm, I think, an all-star is that I, I've used all the profile sections within LinkedIn. So not just jobs but um, projects. Yeah. So um, there's an op- opportunity to... Um, put within um, each of your jobs projects that you worked on. So this, again, is a really important way to highlight things that you've done. Um, So any major things, like I, I, you know, got a fund raising um, a a, um, government grant that I worked on in one of my jobs. So I... um, have put that um, that grant in the in the projects uh, that I've worked on and and tagged in people I've worked with it on. So um, yeah, that gives you um, so there's you know you can put in foreign languages. You can put so the other thing I did is put in all of my courses, and by courses they mean subjects that you did in your degrees. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's a bit of work. But it just shows that in my Masters of Marketing, I did business-to-business marketing, consumer behaviour, customer relationship management, um, you know, a whole lot of courses. Um, And, yeah, a lot of projects there, test scores, if you've done any tests, tests, and then a publication. One thing I wish they included was um, public speaking engagements. That's a good one. Yeah, but you can put that in projects. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Um, so listing thing, you know, conferences that you've spoken at, and then linking the the URL to the conference or the the project page on your employer's website. Yeah. 
so that there's a link to show that it's legit. So, for instance, under one of my jobs, there's um, I've linked to, you know, the strategic plan that I've worked on at that organisation. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, a conference brochure that I spoke at where I'm listed. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, so I Googled it and, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I definitely encourage people to to fill out those sections as, as tedious it can, as it can be. It's a great time if you're not fully employed at the moment to do that. Um, check in your skills list because... Um, we often put those skills in at a point in our career and people are endorsing you for them and they show the ones that you've got the most endorsements for, right? So, but you want to make sure that you're, um, um, you know, that you add new skills that you've developed or that you want to highlight. And even if you just get a few of your um, contacts, you know, write to them and just say, could you, um, I know we worked on this, um, project together at this certain job can you and I know you know hopefully I demonstrated my strategic planning skill to you there would you mind endorsing me for this on my LinkedIn okay I ask people I ask people for endorsements yeah and I also I've written I've written 24 recommendations for people that I've worked for and I've received 15 Oh, that's so, good. So I um I really try. I've always been someone that's tried to um, acknowledge good work. Yeah. Um, and so people that I've worked with, particularly if I know that they're um they're going through a little bit of a a sort of um frail stage in their career where they're not sure where they're heading. Yeah. I um not always you know a lot of people who who you know powerhouses I've written recommendations for as well but yeah along the way um I've just noticed I've got recommend three recommendation requests here oh they're from a million years ago okay um so um anyway yeah I um I write I write a recommendation and then send it through to the person and say, would you mind writing one for me? Yeah, cool. So you you send the recommendation. They haven't asked you for it. They may have. They may have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. But some people, they don't. Yeah. But it's nice to do something nice for someone and go, look, I've written something lovely about you or like an honest, beautiful appraisal. Can you please send me one back in return sort of thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, it's a bit quid pro quo, isn't it? But, I mean, that's sort of, yeah, you, you're sort of putting a deposit in the bank of goodwill exactly, and hoping yeah. that uh, comes back. Mm-hmm. So I'm proactive about that. Um, some people are not comfortable okay, doing that. Um, but, mm. but, yeah, I've tried to do that. And I've, ri- I've written for people who've reported to me who are my peers and I've also written for some people that I've reported to as well. Because one thing, you know, that people forget is that, you know, even managers, it's it's nice for them to get a positive rap for when they're hiring or whatever. Someone will go in and go, oh, actually, Bob, he's he sounds like a good boss. I'm going to accept this job. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah. So, and when you're, yeah. Definitely if you're looking for a job and you can go in and find out a little bit about that person and there's some good stuff written about them, that that would totally sway someone if they had a lot of opportunity, you know. Like I think that's yeah. a really good point yeah. because it's everything, isn't it, the culture and the organisation where you're spending so much time. Yeah, yeah. good, awesome. Yeah. So that's, um, that's hmm. sort of, uh, yeah, something I, I suggest. Um, and then I guess just in terms of ongoing, so once you've got your profile well and truly set up, then it's it's a great idea to be, you know, posting stuff, whether it's your own original content, that's ideal, but if not, reposting stuff from others, saying this is a, 
this is a um, a lean canvas by an organisation that I admire that I wanted to share with everyone because I think they've done it really well. Or this is um, a tweet from um, the leader of this organisation and I think it's really inspirational in these difficult times or whatever, you know, just... just or, or even just clicking like on stuff, but preferably writing a comment or reposting. Yeah. Um, it helps, you know, if it, if it spoke to you, then it's nice to recognise that and, and also help that person in the algorithm that it's, is, that it's good content. Mm. Um, how, and, how often do you think you should do that? Yeah, I hop onto LinkedIn probably um, a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just scroll through my feed and just see and also see who's sent in um, connect requests. Um, And, yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm liking things, a few things each time and I probably try and do a comment or a repost. Um, And you can set it up so that anything you post to LinkedIn can go directly onto your Twitter feed as well, which is helpful. Um, you find that sometimes it's too much because I, I mean I look at LinkedIn probably once or twice a day to be honest because it's just on my phone and I can you know I'm interested in the industry news side of what LinkedIn provides yep and I actually that sometimes and I think about someone have they got nothing else to do except put bloody posts on LinkedIn yeah <laughs> it's like it's just so much it's like yeah okay yeah I can you I can hear you like I just you just don't need to be posting this much it's just too much and I don't know I feel like people that do one or two good things a week their posts their own content for me that's enough otherwise I'm like what are you doing with your time all you're doing is posting do you know what I mean like there's a there's a fine line between becoming part of people's consciousness oh look so you know Fleur's posted again versus Oh my God, Fleur's posted again. Like you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you? What do you mean I about agree. That? Totally agree. I think you've got to be. Um, you've got to be there. Um, in terms of raising your profile and getting yourself out there, um, one of the things that I'm I'm hearing and reading about is LinkedIn's algorithm is really generous at the moment in okay. terms of getting you out there and getting you seen. So some people say it's sort of where Facebook was eight or ten years ago, you know, when it used to be really easy to to be in people's feeds. Yeah, yeah. Um, Particularly if you're trying to, yeah, raise your profile or sell something, you know, not so much in the if you want to hire me space. It's, you know, but if you're a consultant trying to get gigs or a speaker trying to, you know, to get booked or, um, um, or an author, you know, I think you can um, you can you can really get seen. A video content is is pretty powerful. If you're going to post videos, I recommend you put um, captions on them because not oh, everyone can turn the sound on. Like especially if they're at work checking or on the train checking LinkedIn, so make sure they can watch it without the sound. Um, but video video gets really mm-hmm. pushed up the algorithms. Um, oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, that's across the board really at the moment. People are really uh-huh. engaging with video content. A lot. I think, you know, TikTok's taking it to the next level. Um, yeah. Yeah, so obviously it's got to be professionally related content. Don't don't post cat videos. Yeah. <laughs> I know you know that, but, you know, some people <laughs> forget what LinkedIn is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that too. Yeah. One of my, do you know one of my least favourite things too? Like being not a fan of LinkedIn, although I've just admitted I look at it twice a day. I know. I just about fell off my chair when you said that. Yeah. That just totally I, blew I, me away. There's so there's actually quite a lot of good content about industry, what's going on in industry. So, you know, I, there are people that I, if they've posted something, it comes up and it tells me to go and have a look at them. I get notified. Yep. And I know it's going to be something good. But one of my pet ones is, you know, the endless talking to camera. Mm. People do their own, you know, like Facebook Live and they're, con- you know, the phone's mm. about two centimetres away from their face and they're like screaming down the phone and they post it like it's good content and it's like, I don't think it is. I don't think, I think that says 
I've got an opinion about something and I'm going to tell you, but it's not, I don't find it very professional. I don't find it really interesting. I find it, again, it's a little bit like talking about yourself in the third person. It's kind yep. of a bit self-important. That's, again, just me and, like, my interpretation of LinkedIn. But it's if I see it, I just scroll past. I don't even look. I don't care what you're talking about. This is yeah. not one of my favourite things. And I don't know what it is. Is it because I feel like it's not professional and LinkedIn is a very uber-professional platform? I don't know. I, it's... What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree a... with you. I think I think people are uh, again again. It depends on who they are. Obviously, if they're one of those mega marketing sort of influencers who you know people queue up for weeks to get a ticket to see them yeah. pre-COVID, obviously, um, you know, and they, and they have really really good tips. Then you know maybe, but I always find um, that. Uh, it's better to to intersperse your piece to camera with some screenshots of you know Absolutely. whether it's a graph or an infographic or something illustrating your point or a product shot or whatever you know because yeah, yeah I, ju- I, ju- I feel like LinkedIn's not the place for that either it's just a bit Instagrammy yeah it is and it's kind of like oh here we are on our way to our you know, big event that we've got. It's like I don't, I don't care to see you walking to your own event. Like, um, <laughs> it's like there's a lot of superfluous noise going on here. Um, but on that point, you just made a really good. You know, where you're sort of interspersing it with some like stats or some slides. I think that that makes it more professional. So, what do you think is a really good way to do that do you use a particular software or app or anything to manage you know kind of like creating some nice video content like how would you edit that in have you got any tips on that because I really like that idea I mean I think it's cool to do your own filming but if you can up the ante a little bit I think that's even better yeah Yeah. so I think um from what I've I've had some initial explorations and I I wouldn't want to be quoted but I think zoom will do it for you so oh, okay, you, can, cool. you can do, um, you can actually film yourself with your webcam and then yeah. cut to your slide while you keep talking. Oh, okay. Or that. So you can just do a quick edit like that. Oh, yep. simple. Absolutely simple. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. That's a really yep. simple one. And, yeah, or whatever else you might have had ready on your screen. Yeah, okay, good. Yep. I like and that. then LinkedIn's <laughs> own product, SlideShare, which is another sort of separate network, I guess. It's more of a like share your PowerPoint presentation um, platform. But I haven't looked at it for a while, but they may even allow some editing in of of piece to camera type stuff as well in there. They might have expanded the capabilities there from just, you know, dumping your PowerPoint from a conference to doing a bit more. So that's that's something to really um, for me to investigate. I'll write that on my notes. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, Because I agree. I think video content is powerful. It's great. Yeah. Damn it, we've done the right way. Yeah, um, no, definitely, definitely. You can invest in doing it. I don't know, yeah. There's not many people who can really just put a, you know, one-minute clip of them. Yeah, you'd ha- I think you sort of have to be close to superstar status to get away with that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're yeah. getting close to time here, but I wanted to say a couple of other things. Um, one thing I always do, obviously pre-COVID, anytime I went to a conference and met people, I'd look them up when I got back to the office or home that night and link with them on LinkedIn. Cool, Yeah. Because it's fresh in their minds, you know, hey, great to see you today. And even people that I want to connect with, I don't send out um, unsolicited people, I don't know, connection requests. But say you're at a conference and you see um, speakers there or even other attendees on the attendance list and it's someone that you'd like to connect with, you can say, hey, Bobby, I noticed you were on at the um, you know the higher education marketing conference um, yesterday, and um, you know I hope you enjoyed the presentations as much as I did. Um, I really enjoyed blah blah blah. Um, you know, it'd be great to add you as a professional contact. Um, you know, and and send that through. Um, I think that's that's a non creepy way 
to connect. Yeah. 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 Look, if I if I haven't if I haven't gone, oh hi, I'm Kim, and oh yeah, I'll, you know, come back to you and we'll connect or something. But yeah, if I am doing definitely any unsolicited reaching out, I and and just generally, if I do want to connect with someone, I always put a note in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you have to. Note you have to. Really quick. Not yeah. the, you know, because I do get those connection requests. Um, they're generally people you did meet and you're expecting to get them. But, um, yeah, I always put a note. Um, yeah, otherwise it's a little bit, who are you? What do you want? Yeah, oh my yeah, God. No, no, there's yeah. a lot of, yeah, spammy stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also, there's also a feature in the relationships section in LinkedIn where you can actually put little notes in when you connect with someone and say, oh, we met, we, you know, I met this person at the blockchain conference or whatever and, and um, yeah, we chatted about this or whatever. And it just it's, becomes almost like your CRM. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's new. Is that new? Or? Yes, as far as I know, yeah. So it's in um, under my network, I think. No. Um, oh, the other thing is hashtags. Sorry to digress. Hashtags oh, no, become right. a thing because people follow hashtags on LinkedIn now. Yeah. So if you want to be showing up in people's... Yeah. Uh, feed under certain categories, blockchain, startups, whatever, podcast, then put that with your posts or even your reposts if it's relevant because then you'll start mm-hmm. showing up in people who follow those those hashtags. And if you look at them, some Particular of them are in, insane, that the follow, number of followers. there was I was looking them yeah. up, there's like a million people following solar energy. Yeah. So if you put solar energy in your solar panels or something in your in your hashtags, then you're like more likely to be seen by people interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Good. Thing. Yeah. Um, and oh, groups. Yeah. Are you in a lot of groups? Um, I am. Yeah, I'm on a few groups. Not not huge, but enough that's um, you know mutual interests, either sort of professionally or well, professionally, I guess, always. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, a few. Not um, some are a bit <laughs> Sorry, I just sorry. No, not not unprofessional groups. Sorry, My jury's out for me on them. I think if you if you've got depending on the industry and how engaged you are with them, I just think initially I joined a whole lot of groups of kind of you know higher education marketing professionals or whatever and it's just too broad and random you know some of them are really good if they're tight carefully curated groups and you can engage yeah. and gain a profile within your industry I think that's that's good but mm. not all groups are like that no I think the ones I've joined they're not they're not monumentally huge at all I mean yeah. I've got there's a few of like you know equine psychotherapy things like that or equine assisted psychotherapy I should say. Um, <laughs> so there's some big there's some big groups, but I think I went a little bit more niche on some certain types of that kind of area. Niche that there's only ten of us. Yeah. 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 That's a bit yeah. of a fine line that way. I I did use um, Sales Navigator, which is another tool. Oh yeah. Link. Yes, you pay yeah. for it, but yes. So, yeah, yeah. We were work paid for it, and it was um, look. It was interesting. Um, I think the idea is if you've got Sales Navigator, it's because you're open to the buying and selling of something. Like, so yes. you are open to that. But the only downside I will say about it is it's a separate mailbox. So if you don't go, oh, let me go into Sales Navigator and have a look at my Sales Navigator inbox, you might not do it. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like the standard LinkedIn inbox and your sales. They're two separate mailboxes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I had sort of mixed, I had mixed responses from them and, um, and I guess it just came down to how far people using them were engaged in using Sales Navigator. But, you know, there was somewhere you could, you just never heard back or the conversation ended or whatever yeah. else. But um, I guess the idea of if, if you want to pay for it is that you actually are tapping into a more 
um, a community of people that are into, you know, like for me it was sponsorship and partnership. So yes. there were people that were open to that kind of space a lot more. Yes. So yes, yeah, yeah. there's so, some interesting yeah, targeting you can do through if you're an actual business doing, you know, the whole advertising side on Facebook is a whole nother kind of yeah episode isn't it um you know chat yeah because that that whole side of it but certainly as a as a prospective employee I hope we've covered for people uh a fair few ideas on how to get themselves seen and a bit more influence a bit more profile um did you have any final comments before we wrap up um not really. There's a few things <laughs> you've said today. Don't you love it when people <laughs> say that? Final comments? No, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, but yeah. Um, I will, I think I'm going to redress my headline. Yes. And there's a few other bits and pieces. I think I'll add a little bit more about my ABN situation and probably mm. flesh out some of my roles a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and can I set you a little task? Can I be really kind of maternalistic and set you a task? Absolutely. Can you write? Can you write a, a recommendation for someone who has been amazing in your career? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, besides me. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask me that. <laughs> no, not for me. Seriously, not for me. But you know, like your best boss ever, or your best employee yeah, yeah. ever, or your best workmate. Yeah, yeah, easy. That's a really good point. I was thinking of that when you were talking about those. I might and with just, no yeah. expectation, you know, unless you that's want right. to. But just, just no, you know, no. imagine that, how much goodwill that's sending out into the universe. Maybe I'll do one too, right. even though I've kind of, I don't want to overdo it because then people don't value them as much. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to do that for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I won't overthink it though. So. No, sorry to be bossy. Yeah, no, that's all right. No, that's. Yeah. I think it's a nice thing to do, and it's probably a good thing to do. So yeah. 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 Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'll well, you in a week's time, and uh, okay. remember the Facebook group, everyone that's in the uh, subscribe to the podcast because we're we're going definitely more than seven episodes. It's worth subscribing. Join the Facebook group that's in the notes and uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, we might even get a website up one of these days. I'm I'm working on that. So um, thanks, everyone, for listening and we'll see you and you'll hear from us in another week. Beautiful. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Kim. Bye.